1: post-match review uh, was sat in the union rooms upstairs what sort of half an hour after the end of the match against Chelsea a very unlucky defeat um, this, this beautiful kind of opulent was it is it Georgian? I I Edwardian building what is it
2: you're asking the wrong people it's there it's not my level of expertise no, <laughs> I, just I mean Edwardian
1: it sounds fancy I mean architecture is beautiful but um, you know what I can't appreciate the building right now because the I think we're all, we're all just sat here devastated and kind of confused that we lost this match, I mean um,
2: any one anyone,
1: anyone of you diving yeah, I'm kind of struggling to start this conversation, not because we just didn't, we didn't deserve that at all.
2: The, the first thing I'm going to do because it seems to be the main talking point after the match is, is the tactics um, throughout the match we talked about how he's got a spot on here he's got a spot on here, but at the end of the day we've, we've lost the match and that seems to have been the biggest backlash at, at full time so I mean I don't know who wants to go first well, I'll, tell you what, I'll tell you what, pre-match Norman,
1: Pretty much, we were all kind of slightly thrown by the, the three centre halves. Are we going to are we playing like a flat five? Yeah, at the back. Are we playing three-five-one-one? One? Um, it was quite obvious after kickoff. off about sort of ten minutes, we were kind of reverting between wing backs, five in the back, wing backs five in the back. You could see where the tactic was. The tactic was to kind of Chelsea were going to have a lot of the ball around the edge of the box, in the box, and we were just crowding them out, and it worked perfectly. I mean, the. They didn't, as far as I, as far as I can remember, create a chance of, a chance that you would consider a clear cut until they got that penalty. So the way I look at it is that he set it up perfectly. In fact, at about 55 minutes in the second half, 55 minutes of the match, I thought myself, Rondon's going to mean that guy. He's going to bring Horsley on, but probably going to go, through, go for the throw-up with about 20 minutes left. However, you can't you can't account no matter how well you plan for penalties that aren't really penalties and um, I, um, I was very impressed with I would see it every single performance on the pitch um, and I, anyone anyone added it that I'll, maybe might be completely off the mark yeah? I'll, I'll, I'll come in here I think I think you're
3: right I think we uh, as, as much as Chelsea we used to Chelsea playing with like wing backs last season almost Chelsea almost played a 3-4-3 three, three last season Sorry, hasn't done that he's sort of reverted back to a, a four the back yeah, but, yeah. But, but 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 you've still got the wing back threat somehow of a, like Alonso is just he's, he's, he's absolutely brilliant at what he does even though he's, he's now reverted to just a traditional left back he was playing as if he was still a wing back like they just don't care they'll just leave two in the back instead of three yeah. because they're that good mm-hmm. and they knew they were going to be camped out in our half so I think the extra man in defence was was to sort of nullify uh, the threat of us. Uh, less so Alonso is really like the attacking full back that, that we needed to watch out for and um
1: you know it was it, you know it, similarities with Man City last season I don't think I don't think there's some of back was to necessarily nullify kind of like take out Alonso from the game I think it was more case of right these two are their kind of major attacking forces we'll let them have the ball because they're going to have the ball anyways, they're that yeah. good they're going to have the ball we can try and man mark him and it won't work what it did was, every time they got the ball and they drove into the box, they drove into the box and the box was fucking crowded. It didn't have any anywhere to go and that's, that's the way that I was viewing it. Alright, give them the ball and let them, let, just let them get in the box and then we'll crowd them
2: out. Yeah. Yeah. I, just, I, I suppose, the, um, and I'm playing devil's advocate here, but I suppose the more cynical Newcastle fan would say that uh, Alonso and Aspilicato were able to get involved in the game because of how deep we are. we inevitably invited on that pressure, but... I agree with you, Norman. I think it was the plan from the start. It didn't really matter who, who came forward with the ball. They just couldn't find a way into the box. Cowley, the thing is have seen
4: a nullifier, I think it was Pedro and Hazard, really. If you've seen when the... I know Hazard was roaming about everywhere. He was pretty much everywhere. But when he did get on the left and when Pedro did get on the right, the full-backs of straight at them. Dummer and Yellow were straight at them. And you look at from where, like the point of view, crossing the ball, where did it... They didn't provide any creativity. Any crosses that came in, it was uh, like one of the centre-backs would clear it out. Have you seen like There's a few times where Hazard the ball Try to cross up Pedro It would never be Left centre back Or right centre back Clearing up They didn't create one chance That way um, So it did work In effect But obviously We're seeing that Hazard was pretty much everywhere And he, he was He's going to create chances At the end of the day um, it, He was going very direct And trying to play it Into Morata Which I feel like Morata never really got in the game At all it Didn't exist until I mean we're going to talk about Drew. Change the game when he did come on because he's more physical but Morata just wasn't in that game at all just we held him he was against three centre backs but he didn't really want to know um, and I thought the Tattley very right, very good that
1: Giroud, Giroud changed you mentioned Morata there Morata was like, he was it was almost like he was on the pitch Giroud completely changed the dynamic like they didn't really change tactically Chelsea you know they were still doing the same things but then when you bring Giroud on the pitch who is like, he's a world class kind of I would say a traditional centre-forward, he holds the ball up, he it's finds space, he wins the ball. Morata doesn't do any of that, and that's where our centre-halves maybe started struggling slightly with with just the intelligence and the fact that he can win the ball.
2: Yeah, by that point as well, Shaw and Fernandez were both on yellow cards, so they have been yeah. really careful, which brings us on to the the moment that changed... The, sorry, Adam, before... say
3: on Morata, Morata shies away and tries to avoid uh, physical confront, uh, confrontation, but physical battles... Um, I, don't, I don't think he's, I don't think he's built for the, for the Premier League, in which I think he goes back to Spain, he'll have a canny time, Italy to a lesser extent as well, but Giroud came on and didn't shy away from any of those, and, and you know, yeah. our three centre-backs, I thought we're, 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 given two of them we're, were having their full debut at home uh, today, I think were actually excellent, given that they've just been thrust into a new, yeah. new team, new system, and, uh, they were very imposing and, and, and winning headers and like I said using their physicality which is why we were able to nullify uh, the threat of Morata and as you said it was all about them camping out and you pet a, a team you come outside a, a team's uh, bo- penalty box like Man City did last season at, at St James's Park they're relentless they're relentless you, Hazard will draw fouls and it's certainly when somebody with the quality of Willian on a delivery that's when, and on, after having a couple of yellow cards, as we mentioned, that's when kind of danger started
2: to happen for me. Yeah, I mean, I think we're all in agreement that tactically we were spot on. Sorry, if anyone disagrees, I'd lo- I'd love to hear a, a convincing argument why that was wrong. But what
4: were you have
2: doing? We're, we're talking about a Newcastle side that, on on the morning of the game, found out the two best players were going to be missing. I mean, Rafa's probably known about that a bit longer, but it sounds like that was a short short notice situation. Um, he's had to come up with a with a, with a style of play against. This is a Chelsea team who won the league about 15 months ago. You know, that's, it, they're, not, they're not a piss take side. That, yeah, yeah, it's a, you know they're the one of the best teams in the country, and they will be top four again this year. Um, and we've had to find some tactics with four debutants, four people making their, their first starts. Vinny Castle, what two best players out the team? He's found something that's absolutely worked spot on. And, and you know what? He's a genius because I would not have come up with that at all. Yeah, absolutely.
4: Again, look at, if you look at like. Huddersfield, um, I'm sure they didn't sell their panics like that. And what happened to them? Got Trump 3-0. Um, it's frustrating so to, to hear a few of the fans as well. Just like, get into them and fuck them up. It's like, what, do you want them to dive in, commit a foul? Just to show that uh, one guy next to me was like, when Yedlin uh, he dived in and went, I'll get in about time. Got yellow card. <laughs> why let them get let them have possession guys in my group, WhatsApp group know oh, Chelsea has some possession Aye, what they're doing what they're doing with still 35 minutes they didn't have a single didn't get in our box and it's like yeah keep keep on let them have possession we're obviously going very deep so to have them have possession they're nowhere near our goal when they're doing that just let them pass it the
2: about Yep, the 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 resort they were they were trying to get in the box they couldn't. You described it perfectly, Norman. That every time they tried to get in at the side, there, were, there was someone there. Every time they tried to come to the back, they were having to go back, back side 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 to side. You can pass it side to side all day long. We would have taken nil nil all day until the moment they changed the game. I mean, I suppose Rudiger hit an outrageous strike from about forty yards, which hit the bar. Other than that, though, you've that's, that's, t-
1: a one, that's a one in that's a one in
2: fifty. Yeah, 50 you would be man. devastated if you came if, if that and if and that decided Rudiger the game. 40 yards. Yeah. I mean, Dabravka's made a couple of textbook saves, as I said, there's not, nothing really big. But yeah, the game, the game changed on the penalty. And yeah, we've only had the. the have seen it in real time. We haven't seen replays, but I think all of us. And it's been confirmed by Twitter and something and, well, I've, and, and, seen, I've, and seen, I've seen it. Yeah, I've, okay. seen, I've seen the hand. Yeah, so will you confirm what we already believe, and you'll hear on the match day it wasn't a pen?
3: 100% not a penalty. It was my instinct in the ground that it wasn't, and I didn't know if it was just me being emotional because I, I seem to think I, I remember seeing a foot get a, get the ball, and having seen the replay on the on, on, on you know on the on the Sky Sports app, it's he gets he gets the ball. The commentator also reiterates that on the on, 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 on the on on the on the footage as well. So, he's, Alonso's had him like, and, and, and the referee's positioning I think is poor given how crowded it is. The incident sort of happens facing the goal, and the referee is right back behind a few players. He is in no position. The the assistant referee is too far away from it on the other side as well. It's it's it's, the officiating that that was that was poor, and you could argue that you know Chelsea played that the way they were going to play. Eventually, they would have knocked the door down. Probably, given how it was going, and it, it, there's only so much at, at the point that we give away the penalty. We'd already had a couple of yellow cards. We'd start to lose our way a bit. Hazard was getting fouled quite a lot, th- so that you could feel the pressure building up. But I, I just think I, I, it, 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 it turned the game, and it, you can't have a Premier League match with piss poor decisions like that like it's, 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 it's too critical that the stakes are too high to not put yourself in a, in a position where you can get that call right he, had, he can only give that penalty if he's 100% sure that it's a penalty but it wasn't, I tell you what, what what told it for me in real time in the same as well was that the fact that the, the point shared already been booked. when he's on goal, Alonso if he gets scythed down from behind which is how the referee seemingly saw it That's an easy, easy second yellow card to give Fabian Shea. He did not give a yellow card, he gave the penalty, so he didn't go whole hog, he didn't commit to his own decision, and that's what told me, in the ground at the time, that he'd made a mistake, and I was proven right.
2: I mean, I kind of know what you're saying, we we were under the cosh in the second half, I think there was a point in the game in the second half where Chelsea had 90% possession or something outrageous like that. William and Giroud had come off the bench. I mean, let's talk about that for a second. This is a, this is a Chelsea team again who've got the luxury to be able to bring William and Giroud just off the bench to hire a bit more attack and threat. We've got Hosselu and Perez coming on to try and salvage the game. Like, that's, that's the difference between the two sides. And you want to question Rafa's tactics. Uh, yeah, but it's, really
3: sad but, that, it's really sad that under uh, an Ashley Newcastle United is basically having a world class manager like Rafa Benitez. Having to scrap and scrape around and not able to compete with the teams that he feels his talent level should be competing against.
2: Yeah. and answer, I, know, I know you're saying we were under pressure, but I had no doubt that the lads would have seen out that game, and nil-nil would have been a cracking result, and I thought we were going to get it, and the penalty changed it for us. And you know what? Uh, Those people around us go, well, "We need to be more positive." As soon as they scored, he had he had Hustley on, he had Perez on. He was like, "Right, well, we, we've got to try and..." Get something out of the game. He didn't just sit there and go, "Oh, well, we'll try and see it out one 0 He immediately tried to get something out of the oh, game. Yeah, he, did, he, he, he went very positive, and, and you know his tactics have nearly worked, him and it's a gag penalty that's killed it for him. I
4: mean, and, and Fenisov bracket nearly, nearly got it as well. Didn't yeah, I don't think though, He's obviously going to change it. Like if, if, for example, Chelsea had scored an early goal, he's going to change it no matter what. Until, well, I mean, he had three centre backs, but there's going to be a way that he's obviously drilled into them that. We're going to change tactically um, if we had considered an early goal. Um, I mean, luckily we obviously didn't. But.
2: Correct.
1: Yeah. Norman Yeah, the point that you make about Chelsea bringing on Willian and Giroud, right? If you look at, and you mentioned like Hossley and, and uh, Perez, Perez, right? Regardless how long he may have been in Newcastle, is a one and a half million pound big signing from a Spanish second division team, right? Hassellou was a Stoke City reserve, had been on loan to, to Deportivo La Cunha and couldn't even get a game there, right? New no. William cost Chelsea thirty million. Giroud cost Chelsea thirty million. They bring those to one. We we bring on players who who none of us had even heard of until really the same for us, you know what I mean? And like, well, we've got fans shouting, get in them, fuck them up, like what, what with?
2: <laughs> like, what with?
1: You know what I mean? Like. We we try and get into Chelsea and we try and get into Chelsea and fuck them up, right? The second part we can do, we can do the fuck him up fuck them up part because anyone can go in two footed and start giving the birdie big bollocks and try and get like you know, try and get the crowd up by getting sent off. Brilliant, but then you're down to ten men. Get into them. Get them and what? The thing is, we open ourselves up to Chelsea. They would dominate us. The tactics that we played today were perfect for the personnel that we have. Even looking at Shea, looking at Fernandez, right? And Clark, I'll include Clark in that. These are three players: Fernandez, six million; half three and a half million; Clark, was it five million? Five million. Yeah, right. right. So what's that in so total? That's fourteen million. That's a That's about less than Giroud. Half it's, half it's half of it's, it's less than half. It's, it's, it's more. It's less than half of Morata. It's less than Jerusalem a centre forward, right? Those three were fucking brilliant today. And you know why they were brilliant? Because they've been coached and managed and they've been totally gone playing a certain way by a brilliant manager so any kind of criticism if Rafa not being positive enough today it's utterly it's utter horseshit
3: and to follow on from that it's uh, it was obviously Gary Neville was one of those naysayers from that Man City game last season and, and, and I don't know if anyone noticed watching the, 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 the Man City Wolves game the other week but he, he got a slide dig in just saying this is you know when a, when, a, when, a, when, a promote, when a newly promoted side has a goal they will reap the rewards by being bold and it's like
1: you yeah, remember when you, you w- <laughs> carrying <laughs> Valencia,
4: you, you lost 7 note. Fuck off! <laughs> if, again, like you say rapper being positive, like uh, Rich obviously Richard Keith had his say as well. Saying Newcastle fans rather see if lose five-four than today, which is who? Which mind, Newcastle fan does mind. does fucking he know? Um, but can Newcastle can Newcastle can't go four goals, man. Again, wouldn't it be good? Like if we played how he thinks he would play would be open to Chelsea. As you said before, Norman, like, yeah, sorry, would be right. You've got to press and you've got to attack and we'll just cut them open. Yeah. We, we're good enough. Just let them... Yeah. Let, we'll, them, attack. let, them, attack. let
1: them attack.
4: We'll just and them. we we'll we'll can. The yeah. Oh yeah. to do that we'd have to go eh? to score four goals.
1: Yeah.
4: <laughs> how do we do that? Yeah, how do we do that?
2: The, the stupid thing about that is is like obviously we will have been in the match, we wouldn't have seen any of the T V stuff, but there, I'm I'm sure there would have been a section about Hazard and how he's basically the best player in the world after Messi and Ronaldo. And then they're gonna sit there and tell her how we should be having a go at them when they're sitting there with that of the Well with,
1: with our free transfer midfield lack?
2: Yeah. You know
1: two and a half million from, from Hull. Oh, that's right. You know what I mean? Like, but we should be going out there. We should be getting. Well, we sent half Hernandez, who cost six million, he's 20 years, old, got relegated to Swansea. Shea got relegated with Debo to La Coruña. Clark got relegated with Aston Villa. Yeah. You know what I mean? Really, yeah. our we, two, two best players. Yeah, so, yeah, and we, two best players. Yellen got relegated with Sunland Dummett got relegated in Newcastle so we should be going out and having a go against a fucking team of outrageously expensive highly paid players who are some of the best in the world we should be going out there get in and fuck them up have a will be I got some stats lads yes
3: so Chelsea had 15 shots in that game we had s- the, the they had 15 shots we had 6 we managed 2 on target they managed 3 and one of them was a fucking penalty. Right? Possession. Possession. Anyone want to take a guess at what the possession uh, ratio was? 81% is correct. We had 19% possession and we managed one one less shot on target. One
1: less i
3: well, well, yeah, didn't actually score. We- yeah, no, yeah, not really. Like I, I thought, uh, you know, Murphy had a, a, had a really good chance in the first half, and I thought he was, I thought he was very, very good. He gave us a, he gives an outlet. I thought, oh, but obviously, like most of most of the game, Rondon was kind of isolated, really, g- given how much we were kind of pushed back. Um, should we talk about the, about, should we talk about the equaliser? Uh, so, so, so the, the ball's been spread out, and actually, I don't know if it was. Uh, was it Fernandez who his long distribution was I thought excellent. I was very pleasantly surprised by that. But he found uh, he, he was able to spray it quite well. So Yedlin came into kind of contact with Giroud, and um, I've seen the replay. There's an elbow. There's an elbow. There's an elbow. Yeah. Um, so we've got away with one there. You've got to we've got to give balance. But the, but the cross and the header, I thought absolutely superb. And Hossalu it just shows what confidence can do. Yes, he's, he's still a mediocre striker, absolutely, but he works hard. And Buddy hell, the two headers that he's managed in, 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 in his two home games have I been mean, absolutely fantastic. Run on six, I mean, everyone's waxing lyrical, you know.
2: Yeah, yeah. Totally. I mean, let, let's let's talk about some individuals. I mean, we've touched on some of the debutants so far. I think, as you said, Norman, Cher and Fernandez for two lads who have just been hiding in out of the blue were both excellent, excellent. And it wasn't until they were both on the yellow card that we almost had to. Give them a bit more space because they had to be a bit more careful and we lost a little bit of that impetus where we could just bully them around a bit. Um, Key, we haven't really talked about yet in centre mid. Again, Shelby, shock news that he was injured and, and nobody really expected that to happen. And suddenly we've, we've got a centre midfielder who hasn't played for us yet and he's. I thought he was quite accomplished. I thought he. Com- I mean, Diame was excellent again. I thought Diame was back to... Back to some of the best forms that we saw. Just breaking up. Bossing a three man Chelsea midfield who again cost well, yeah, 17 times he's as much. He's popping, right? Yeah.
4: Yeah. yeah. He's and a very thought, good I thought he started off very well and he just continued, which yeah. against Tottenham he didn't. And I said it before, like the Man U game, for example, last season, he started off like, against the quality there the midfield. He just bossed it. he did that straight away, he just got on them straight away. Not then like once, like, if you're going to give him time, yeah. like far away from goal but anything that would come like within got yeah. I mean
2: Key, Key, Key as well I, th- I thought he complimented him really well he was he was he, your traditional kind of centre maybe he was just covering loads of ground I'm sure if you look at the stats out of him when you when you get a chance the amount of yards he covered a day I thought he put a really good shift in he also takes a canny corner and a the, the couple of set pieces he delivered almost almost produced something so I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing more of him as and when we need him obviously you want to see Shelby D'Armé. Um I guess the other David then we're talking about is Rondon it's the first time I've seen him start a game. Um, and again, I thought, I thought he was so busy. I mean, 60 minutes, he was absolutely done. And you're absolutely right, Adam. Yes, we were quite deep. Rondon was isolated. He was about 20 yards ahead of all his teammates for a lot of the game. And yet he still did manage to bring people in the game. He brought Murphy in really well. Richie had one of his better games because when we got him into their half, Rondon was finding him and, and you know, we just, we were really productive with the, with the 19% possession that we had. And <laughs> that's, that's it that's a no doubt down to whatever we got on their half we had Rondon Murphy and, and Richie all had really good games and all really good on the ball um, really important Roman
1: so you're right about Rondon let, 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 uh, there's a couple of things I want to say here yeah, the 90% possession let's look, look, look at the reality of this we can be criticised for the possession someone like D'Armier can be criticised across the course of a season for what he does, does do or what he doesn't do D'Armier was up against Jorginho and Kanye today right the two of them Kanye a double league title winner cost Chelsea 30 million when he won the title of Leicester. Jorginho, what, 50 odd million. Brilliant players, right? Diarmi was two and a half million pounds. 29 year old journeyman from Hull City, right? <laughs> right? And he's had them both in his pocket today. The, the, the two of them were as I ran the show, but Diarmi can't take the three of them. So any criticism <laughs> of Diarmi is utterly unfounded. Look at the reality: he's a two and a half million pound player from Hull City, and this is what he's doing right now. So, he was magnificent. Rondon, like you say, 60 minutes, he was breathing out of his ass because he had grafted and grafted. And there was one particular incident, and I hope you can see it in the highlights, can't he barely, barely loses the tackle that he goes for. He went in for a ball with Rondon, Rondon just brushed him off. He brushed him off, and like you see, I thought Richie was really effective for the full 90 minutes, because Rondon, when he was on the pitch, really allowed Richie to come in the game just because of his physical presence, the fact that he was in the ball with his chest, with his head, he really made a difference. And... There's a lot that there's a lot to be hopeful for there. Like I'm I am I'm not gonna walk away, I'm not gonna get the chain back down to London in what fifteen minutes. And have any kind of negative opinions in that game. We lost, unfortunately, to a penalty and known goal, and I thought we were I thought the players were brilliant today. I can't fault one of them. I was gonna say, yeah.
3: I mean going back to kind of key deputising for Shelvy, I thought Shelvy first two games of the sea, I think Shelby's been our best performer in the first two games of the season I think his all round play both attacking chance creation and his defensive work as well and I've seen his attitude as well the way the Spurs well, he, he was chasing down the goalkeeper and looking around him wondering why the hell anyone else wasn't matching his efforts and like that's a different Shelby from 12 months ago you know that is a changed man and really it was really unfortunate that he wasn't starting the day but as, as Norman says like look at the first three games right you've got a shot that's gone in by nine millimetres You've got a penalty that we missed. You've got um, a penalty that wasn't a penalty given against us, and you've got an own goal in like the last minute. You can't legislate for that, as we said before. The tactics will bang on, and it shows that actually we we do have a bit more depth than we kind of thought we did as well. That's what I I can't. I can't, like Norman, I can't be angry about this. It was kind of a free pass anyway. Against we've gone two to two at home with two of the best. Teams in the in the country and who have spent hundreds of millions.
2: Rafa, that <laughs> it is Rafa. You're absolutely right. Um, it is weird how our season so far has been defined by those two or three bits of bad luck, which is what you'd call it. I mean, we were talking about this on the way down, just 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 before on the way here. Um, this is better than last season. We we. we uh, three games there where we deserve more than we got. We deserve more than the points at Cardiff. We deserve more than a defeat at, against Spurs. We deserve more than a defeat today. We deserve something more than what we got from all those games. And if you look back to last season, we, some of us went to Hull. Um, not Hull, Huddersfield, sorry. And we watched that strong, performance and we, we were strong. genuinely like, oh shit, this is going to be a tough old season. I don't think that after these first three games. Yeah, I you've think been turned
1: over.
3: No. You've been defensively solid we play like that for the rest of the season defensively certainly and we have created chances in every game we've played let's, let, let's not forget that side of it so we're creating chances to move play but defensively we look canny and, and, and that we're only going to get better as Rafa gets to work the defence a lot more the likes of the new lads who have just been thrown in I think couldn't have asked for more
4: defensively you. we're going to be sound um, like we were at the end of last season well the second half of last season I think from, from the remember Huddersfield watching that 90 minutes Coming away from that ground was how we we're going to create chances. We're not going to score enough goals. And coming from Tottenham, for example, we should have got a draw. Maybe the win. We've created enough chances there. Caught up less so, but we've got a penalty. Today we've scored. Normally, league, we're still creating a couple of chances. I think we're going to be fine. Um, Rondon is going to get a chance. Today, like I was saying about Rondon, he worked his arse off. Like He put himself about, um, which Hossley didn't. Go today, but Last week As a said back you, you, you weren't worried About how coming up against them Because he didn't really Put himself about him. didn't really worry But Rondon He's just a handful And today showed that like, Some defences Won't be your hand On them Once we create chances well, You'll both score go goals And like I've got a good friend With fan, He said like what, One of the things He does bring everyone to play Like that's one of the big Big attributes Is bringing other players into play you're Holding up One of the things Another thing about Murphy Which you about earlier but he's great today in terms of his direct his, his pace he'll have a goal. players a couple of times probably could have been a bit more clever on the ball in terms of just holding it up a little bit instead of trying to go himself because sometimes he had, he had 30 yards to get a goal and he's going to get crowded up because there's no one in support I think he's, he's a player in there I just need to he's just got to be more clever but in fairness to him
3: fair play for having a goal oh, definitely, but you're absolutely that, fearless yeah. pace he's very raw as you say he needs a bit more tactical work done yeah. and decision making but that's what you need. Just somebody's fearless. Yeah. It will just scare fullbacks, yeah. even of the best teams.
4: fullbacks don't want to, don't want to like run back the goal. And he's he, after quite a, a couple of times the first half, he did have a go at him. Obviously, there's no one. At the, oh, 45 now. The I think, after today he actually just for size today, he had number 28 on his shirt just to remind how, he, what, <laughs> how old he was.
2: <laughs> right. Um, yeah. So, uh, go on, Norman, You got one more thing to say. Boy, head off. Just one more point before I head
1: off. Um, his third cameo appearance today. Muto is such a good player to bring off the bench. I mean, he's like he's so oh. impact, impactful and dynamic. He's, he's pretty much. You know, if you're watching the match and you're watching the ball, and then you kind of take your eye off the ball a second, He's zipping he zips like from left to right, from left to right. And I thought he's brilliant today, and I'm I'm hoping that Muto gets a start against Nottingham Forest in the number ten role as well because. I think give, give, him, give him the number ten against Forest. If he scores, brilliant. I just think it'll be the kind of game where we might actually see what what he can offer us, you know, from the start of the game in a, in a tricky away tie. Um, and I thought he made a real impact when he came on today. And I think the squad now, despite the fact we're on one point from three games, we were on three points from one game last season after beating West Ham. I think we're in a better position this season. We've had a harder start of the season in terms of the teams we played. We're in a better position in terms of the quality in the squad. And Arsenal, Man City, next two games, even if we come out with those two games and nothing, 1.5, I would still think that we're in a better position than we were last season. I agree. I think, you know, you look at today, you think, is that
3: point lost going to cost us a place in the league? Is it going to get us relegated? I don't think so. And back to Muto. Like his impact against Spurs for example he was on the pitch for 10 minutes, he had about the second highest or third highest number of take-ons in the whole match, he was only on for 10 minutes so like we've got you know, we say about like you know once we get the defence sorted but we've also got potential to come from Rondon and Muto once they've settled in, we haven't haven't seen close to the best of them in in black and white shirts. and just time, more coaching gelling, integration we'll see the best of them and it's probably best that we've played all these tough teams first because once we start playing the winnable games, we should be flying. Yeah.
2: That's this there's there's, that's probably a good place to leave it in terms of in terms of where we are. Uh, there's one other thing to talk about today, inevitably, because the other four o'clock kickoff game, down at Craven Cottage, has reduced the usual the usual bit of banter about a certain player who who we daft to get rid of. I mean, Mitrovic. Three, three goals and three three starts from now I mean my answer to that is well Hoselu's got two goals and two starts so I mean what's the difference <laughs> but look Mirovic has scored two goals against the, against the, a, how many how many how many uh, Europe Europa League games have they had so far like seven this is a Burnley side they're blown out their asses they've had like ten competitive matches already and like. Yes, Mitrovic has, has played them at the perfect time and, and got a couple of goals I mean, we haven't seen it yet um, I'm sure he we played well But let's not let's not lose our shit about a couple of goals scored in a, just, in a football just match
3: Just watching our system, that's only me yeah. Rafa would never have played him It's, it's gone, it's happening. Yeah, exactly it's
2: done, Co- Come back at the end of the season You'll, you'll have a similar scoring total like, it. um, It's a similar situation than Bemba You're talking
1: about talented, genuinely talented footballers if you're in a squad managed by your manager who has a you way of doing things. So let's, let's look at Muto. There was an interview this week with Muto. He's having English lessons. English lessons five days a week. Five days a week Muto's going out and trying to learn English. One of the reasons Rafa got rid of him, Vemo, is because he didn't quote in China and try and learn English. Rafa has got rid of Mitrovich, regardless of his talent, because he's not doing on the pitch what Rafa's asking of him. So, yes, they're talented. But if you're in a fucking squad and you're not doing what you're being asked to do, then sorry, but you're not going to do it.
3: There's no value of the squad if they're not going to perform how
2: the manager wants them to. Yeah, so let, let, let's say let's say he scores 15 to 20 goals a season for Fulham. Let's see who finishes How in the league before we, we judge whether or not It was a good decision to sell him. That's what I say. The thing is, it's the same lad who say
4: getting them to fuck them up we would have <laughs> would have Metro. Just like fuck, trying to fuck them up and probably get a red card. Uh, They're the lads who think, "Oh, he'll stick a foot in." That's why the that's why they love them, because that's that's what he did. You know, I mean, does stupid things which (laughs) doesn't follow instruction. Like a game like today, he could have done that and maybe he's got sent off. I don't know. Like he just dips and busts and all that. But like they're the these are the fans who want someone committed and ball-blown, diving in there, which it's not needed at the end of the day. And would he have would he have done what the kind of job Ron done at the day in terms of defensive work and try to obviously go between that defence and held the ball and bring people in play? He wouldn't have. He wouldn't have worked that hard at the end of the day because he would have been more than saying he obviously trying to get the ball higher up, having chances. He wouldn't have been happy after the day. He wouldn't have done that. He wouldn't have put the work right in and he wouldn't have like he wouldn't have followed the instructions that we needed to. to Today, so he couldn't. He today he couldn't have played in that game. He couldn't have played how we like. It. Fairly done, free and free. Well done, the lad. But at the end of the day, I'm just fucking off, to be honest. Uh, yeah. <laughs> good for him. Yeah, that's
2: probably a good place to leave because Norman, I know you need to go. I mean, we've, we've deliberately not talked about uh, the LaSalle situation because there's been a few rumours about where. Uh, what the reason he was left out the side, and to be honest, we don't, we don't know much about it. There's been a couple of uh, reporters say one thing. Others have just said he was injured. Um, I guess we'll leave that for a couple of days until we do the full review um, later in the weeks uh, with, with a bit more information. So thank you very much for joining us. Adam, thank you. Cowley, thank you. See you later, Norman. Bye.
0: <laughs> for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger.